Yo, today's QOD is don't send your ducks to Eagle School. Here we go. Quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Dr. Wayne W. Dyer on the show today, and he's going to talk about the difference between ducks and eagles. We have a lot of ducks these days. They are all over the place. I'm not sure if this is like normal, if it's always been this way, or I'm just now noticing the ducks for some reason. You know, I was at Target about a month ago, and I walk up to the cashier, and she's leaning on the counter behind her, texting. And she looks over at me, and she says, I'll be with you in a minute. And she just kept on texting. Like, like, I was dumbfounded. Like, when did this start to become a thing? I was at the car wash last weekend, and the guy who was cleaning the inside of my car just looked like he did not want to be there. You know, he would wipe some stuff down. Then he would walk up to this bucket. And the bucket is where he was supposed to put the rags. And he would kind of toss the rag toward the bucket, even though it was like one foot away from him. And it wouldn't go inside the bucket. And he would just kind of walk away and grab another towel and clean a little bit more. And then he'd go back to the bucket and just kind of throw it. And he would miss it and just walk away. And it was just weird, man. And then. You know, he calls, hey, whatever car, it's done. And I walk up to the car and I get in and the center console is filthy. I mean, that's the most obvious part of the interior of the car that you're supposed to clean. And it looked just the same way as it looked when I brought it to the car wash. And I had to call the other dude like, yo, can you come over here and finish what this guy just would not do? And he jumped in, he did it, and he apologized and all that stuff. And this is just becoming, at least in my life, a very common thing. I keep running into ducks. The ducks don't want to work. The ducks just want to show up at work, do the minimum, if that, get a paycheck, and be cool with that. And it's just very strange. I'm not used to it. I was not raised this way. I don't, I, I just don't get it. So if you are a duck and you're trying to do the minimum, stop being a duck because it's weird. Stop. Choose to be an eagle. Wayne Dyer's coming up. I use the analogy of the bag boys. There are one baggers and two baggers in the world. The one bagger is the bag boy in the store who, when he's begging your groceries, he's sort of tired and he's sort of got a real bad attitude about what he's doing and he's only getting a few dollars an hour and he picks up a loaf of bread and puts it on the bottom and uh, put a few tomatoes down there to keep it nice so that the bread and tomatoes mix nice when the can of grapefruit juice goes on top of it or whatever. And he just, he doesn't give a damn and he's slow and his attitude is that there's no one cashier in the world that I cannot make stop and help me bag an order even if they've only got one item, all right? 
That's his philosophy. And he kind of goes and does that. Now, you look at that and you say, well, maybe it's just because he's bagging groceries. That that's what it is. But it's not. You see, because right in the same store, there's somebody else making the same money who's got the same benefits, who is like a double bagger. And his philosophy is there's no two cashiers in the world that I cannot keep up with. They'll never have to touch a bag. And then there are a few that are triple baggers. I used to be a triple bagger. I worked for Kroger's through my master's bagging groceries. That's what I I got (coughs) through it and paid for it. I used to make a contest and see if I could get three cashiers and bag for all three of them and say something pleasant to them and have fun. And the hour would go by like that. And the people would always want to come to my lines. And there was that kind of a fun thing. I look forward to doing it. Now, the one baggers, five years later, they get passed over for a job promotion for manager of a store if they're still there. And they go home and they tell their wife that that shouldn't have happened. They passed me over. They're prejudiced. They don't like me because I'm too tall or I'm too short or I'm the wrong color or I'm the wrong size or I'm a female or I'm a male or, or whatever it is. They've got their reasons, you see, and they go through their whole lives being single baggers, even up into their retirement year. They're still making excuses and finding fault and blaming the rest of the world for what is it. And the double bagger owns a chain of Kroger stores. <laughs> There's an old saying in management, and this is something for you to really remember. Don't send your ducks to Eagle School, okay? (laughs) Now, think about that. We got a lot of ducks in the world, and there's just very few eagles. And trying to get a duck to become an eagle is one of the toughest jobs you'll run into in life. There's ducks everywhere, (laughs) and there are very, very few eagles who are willing to soar. See, ducks sort of think in duck-like ways, (laughs) And when you try to train them to be an eagle, they just don't seem to get the message. (laughs) They have this impossibility kind of thinking. They have this notion that we've always done things this way, that this is the book. This is the way we do it. Just flying over here yesterday from Miami, I noticed that on the flight, there was a flight attendant, and the drinks, they were like 18 rows behind. They served the meal, and then way, way, way up at the front was this cart, and you knew the way they were going, that the cart wasn't going to get to the meals until the meal was done. And I like to have something to drink while I'm eating, as most people do. And I just said to my daughter sitting next to me, and why do they only take one order at a time? I mean, why, when the six people sitting across, it was a 727, three, and the girl would say, what would you like? And she would then take that, and then she would take the ice, and she would put it in there, and then she would pour it, and then she would hand it to her. Then she'd say to the next person in the middle, what would you like? And she would do that for six people. Now... I mean, an eagle would just say, all right, what do you six people want? (laughs) All right, wouldn't you? But the book isn't that way. For some reason, the book isn't done that way. I mean, an eagle would have been right with the food trays all the time. The ducks just, if you get there, you get there. I mean, if it happens, it happens. If you get something to drink an hour after the flight is over and you're getting your bag, oh, by the way, here's your juice that you wanted. Uh, And you see, when you talk to those people... When you talk to ducks, you get duck quack, quack, quack talk a lot. I mean, at a bank not too long ago, I was talking to a teller, and the teller was on hold. She had somebody on just this sort of like terminal hold. I mean, she'd been there for a long time on this hold, you know. And I was the next person in line, and I just simply said to her, uh, could you just make this deposit? I just want to deposit this check, and I want to get out of here. Sir, I can only do one thing at a time. 
I go, whack, 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 whack. I said, only one? <laughs> I could do ten things at a time. <laughs> if you want to be an eagle, you got to be looking for with the mice down here. You got to be looking out for telephone poles. You got to be thinking about your little eaglets. I mean, you got a million things you got to do at once. I mean, who among you can only do one thing at a time? No parent out there can ever do only one thing at a time. You'd never get anything done ever in your life. The little ones, you have to learn how to read a book and watch them swimming and uh, still, uh, you know, be able to make your dinner that night. I mean, you just learn how to do that when you're effective. Or you just sit around and say, I can only do one thing at a time. And there's this one thing at a time mentality. There's this duck-like mentality that you run into all the time. And see, I was used to it because even in the orphanage, I mean, our whole room was just one great big duck pond, all right? It was. I mean, the teacher would get up and say to all the other kids, this is the worst class I've ever had in my life. I just can't stand it. And four or five of those kids would walk out of there feeling guilty, <laughs> you know? And I'd say to them, this is the worst class you ever had. Her life must be great. <laughs> We're so easy, you know? Why are you falling into this guilt pattern? Why are you letting this teacher? And they, sure enough, they'd just go home and they'd, they'd feel bad and manipulated with that kind of stuff. Well, I was running into this kind of mentality everywhere. Last Friday, I spoke up in Orlando, and they put me in this beautiful Marriott Hotel at the airport there. It's a wonderful hotel. And they put me on the ninth floor. It's called the concierge level, you know. They have a concierge, and this concierge uh, sort of takes care of you. They give you little appetizers, and they give you a little juice, and a little bar there, and they charge you $100 more a night, all right? But they hire people to be these concierges. Now, it's not a great job, but it's not a bad job. So the first night that I was there, they had appetizers. And I went out, and the appetizers went from 7 to 9. Hot appetizers. Well, I didn't finish running until about 10 after 9. I went in, and I said, well, I'd like to take some appetizers back. And the guy said, no problem, I'll get you some. He said, I, they close at 9, but I know a guy downstairs in the kitchen. And I'll go down, and I'll bring some up, and would you like a beer? I said, yeah, a cold beer would really be great. And uh, he said, they've got some real nice little chocolate-like things for dessert, little eclairs, and would you like a cup? I said, that'd be great. This guy had no idea who I was or anything like that. And he went out of his way after the time. And, all right, that was terrific. Right? The next morning, they have a continental breakfast on the same floor. And so you're supposed to be through with breakfast by 9.30. So I went out there about quarter after 10 or whatever it was. And I said, I know that you're close. There was somebody else there. There was a duck there, okay? And they replaced the eagle with the duck. And the duck said, wah, wah, wah. Um, Sir... Continental breakfast closes at 9.30. It's 10.15. I'm sorry. I said, I know that. I understand. But I said, I just like some orange juice. I'm really thirsty. I've just finished running. I've got to give a talk this afternoon. And she said, sir, 9.30. It says it very clearly. I'm the guy paying $125 a night for the concierge, and she's dismissing me. You see the difference? The difference is like, it's an attitude. It's what one person believes. Now, I can assure you, if you follow through on these two concierges, that you're going to see that eagle soaring all through his life. And this other person is going to go from that job to probably one a little more demeaning and a little more demeaning and is always going to be wondering why. And if you're looking for people, if you're ever in employment and looking for um, ways of recruiting people and so on, I'd say great employees are found. They're not trained. <laughs> They're found. You go out there and you find those people who have that. And then you can help them to do anything and to be anything when they've got that inner attitude. Not too long ago, I was at the uh, 
airport in O'Hare. I've got to tell you this story. It was at Delta Airlines. They're usually very a terrific airline. They uh, practice teaching people attitudes more than anything. And I was going to get on a flight in the afternoon to fly down to Fort Lauderdale. They canceled my flight. Now, I said to the fellow, well, that's okay, because I know you have a flight 45 minutes from now, and it goes to West Palm Beach, and that's only 20 miles away, So, and it's, they had 90 empty seats on it. I said, you can just put me on that flight, and I'll fly down. And he looked at the computer. He said, I'm sorry, we can't do that. I said, why not? He said, because the computer says that those are two separate cities. Miami and Fort Lauderdale are considered the same city, but Fort Lauderdale and West Palm are considered different cities. And he said it would be just the same as if you asked if you could go to San Francisco. I mean, it's just a different city as far as the computer's concerned. We can't do that. I'm sorry. You'll have to take a flight four hours from now, and we've got you covered, and you'll be on that flight. I said, you mean you canceled the flight? <laughs> And you won't let me get on a flight that's 20 miles from the airport that I went on to because the computer says it's a separate city? He said, that's right, I'm sorry, there's just nothing else I can do. Now, you've heard this. You all hear this. I said, as I usually do, I'd like to just talk to somebody else. <laughs> Anybody else. He said, I'm sorry, sir. He said, whoever I bring out, if you want to see a supervisor, he's so used to this, a supervisor, you know, that if I bring out a supervisor, they're just going to tell you the same thing. And he went behind the doors. I said, wait, don't go behind those doors. You know the doors they go behind? You know what's back of the doors? Duck pond. There's a duck pond back there. There is. He was going to bring out another duck. <laughs> I said, don't, go upstairs. <laughs> Just go up some stairs. <laughs> Any stairs and see if you can find an eagle. He said, what the hell are you talking about? I said, anybody you bring out, I don't care who it is, bring out somebody who doesn't already believe it can't be done. That's the only kind of person I want. I don't want a guarantee or anything like that. I don't want that. I just want to talk to a human being who doesn't believe it can't be done. And they did. They sent me out an eagle, and I got the flight that I wanted, and everything worked out just the way it was supposed to work out. You must understand that the world is full of those kind of single baggers, and you have to really watch out that you don't become one yourself. That was Dr. Wayne W. Dyer. His website is drwaynedyer.com. You can check out today's talk on YouTube. It is called Audiobook Choosing Your Own Greatness by Dr. Wayne Dyer. All right, my friends, we're going to talk about a very important topic tomorrow with Dan Millman. We're going to talk about your shadows. I'll see you then. Have a great day. I'm out. Peace. 